One, two, three. Welcome to Three Song Stories, the podcast that unearths some of the most intimate, humorous, and emotional memories from our guests' minds through specific songs from their past. Thanks for listening. I'm Tara Calligan. And I'm Richard Chinqui. Today, our guests are Ned and Ethan Durant. Father and son duo make up the local band, Die Zygote. I think it's Zygote. Let's do both. They play, quote, heavy music, weaving elements of folklore, storytelling, and observations of our world with pounding drums and heavy guitar riffs. The father of this duo, Ned, is originally from the Carolinas, but now teaches high school and lives in Cape Coral with his wife, Jess, and two kids, Ethan, joining us today, and Ellie, along with their dog, Murphy. Ned is a lifelong musician, singer, songwriter, who's been raised on punk and metal, later immersed in the alt-country scene as a member of the influential Chatham County Line, among other projects. He's played in all kinds of bands with all kinds of people, some well-known and most not. Ethan says the day he walked, he ran, straight to the drum kit. While there were always instruments laying around his home, he was extremely attracted to the drums. Ethan has a sensory processing disorder, meaning that he can't stand loud noises, especially if they're sudden. But uniquely, he loved the drums and could never stop playing. Ethan also plays guitar, but drums are his obvious passion. His dad introduced him to punk and metal music, which he still heavily listens to. By the time he was 11, he was playing music with his father in their garage. So this is another multi-guest edition of the podcast. And our very first dual host episode. So sit back and enjoy the potential insanity. We are so ready for the insanity that's going on. Yeah, yeah, hey, guys. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> how are you doing today? Great. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you for right. joining us on this Friday. Man, it is our pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. So, Absolutely. seeing as there's two of you, uh, it's going to be a little kind of non-traditional of our, our episode. We're going to start with you, Ned, okay. and then Ethan will go to you, and then we'll kind of all join the party together. How does that sounds sound? Just one sec. Ethan, slide to your left just a little bit for me. Scooch into that little, that little cutaway in the desk. And then get your, you get get your mug in front of the mic. There yeah. you go. Yeah, and then pull that arm towards your face. The the mic. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, you're not gonna break it. Yeah, you're gonna... All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sound great. <laughs> no, I just wanted to play with you. <laughs> All right. So Ned, if you dig back as far as you possibly can in your wonderful brain, what is the earliest musical memory that you can recall? Damn. Um, man. Uh, this is my Andy moment. Uh. uh... So, Shiza, I, I don't know. I mean, I, when I was a little guy, I had like I had my own. I started a record collection. Little guy, how old? Little guy, second grade. Yeah, cool. Maybe something like that. I was just always like really enamored with music. What, and what records were those? Forty fives singles. No. <laughs> what bands? What oh, okay. So anything like the like I, I remember I had Steely Dan, I had Joan Jett, I had the uh, the Police, I had the Stones, I had ACDC, Sabbath, all uh, the good, all the good, all shit, the good stuff. Yeah, you know? and and uh, yeah. So I had my own little little forty five collection, and um, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's always. I've just always been like super enamored with music. What about your parents? What were they listening to? My mom had some pretty cool stuff. She had um, 
like Beatles and Beach Boys and okay, stuff yeah. like that. Um, and so, and I've got all that stuff now, which is pretty cool. You know, original White Album, you know, and stuff Ooh, like that. Holy Grail type. Yeah, yeah. right. And, um, and my dad, he, that's, it's a good, I don't think, I think he was amusical. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did that sort of make you feel considering well, music is your... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, he I, he didn't raise me. He wasn't, okay. you know, um, I know that like he was into piano music. Hmm. That's really all I know. Yeah. But uh, so the music thing, I don't know. It was just my mom always to this day. She wonders, like, where did you come from? You <laughs> where know? did you come from? Where like she was just here this, this past weekend. She lives up in Boston. And she okay. was just like. I still don't understand where you came from, you know. <laughs> and, uh, what about your first favorite band? Like, what was the first band that you're like, yeah, this is this is it for me? If I'm going to be honest, yeah, you got to be, man. Yeah. Motley Crue. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know, man, I know. But he didn't it was, mean that sarcastically, just so you know. No, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Well, meant I, that. I like I like bands that. Uh, for good or for bad, yeah, are sincere about what they are. But you know, and Motley Crue was that like they were to the nines. Okay, so like, what was it? Louder than love. Yeah, right. I mean, that was a pretty good album. I mean, it's still a good album, you know. And so I was into that, and then they lost me at some point, and then and so it was it was that kind of metal, mm-hmm. and I think it was like I did, I, st- I didn't know any better, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and then uh, one of my buddies. And this is so we're fast forwarding now to, I don't know, maybe sixth grade or something like that. And one of my buddies, who's a couple years older than me, he had moved into town and, you know, we we're all skating into skateboarding and stuff. And he was like, check this out. And it was Black Flag. Oh. And at first, in my first listen, I was like, oh, it hurts. Yeah. But then I listened to it again. I was like, F-. And I had this entire. It hurts in a different mm-hmm. way. And I had all these cassettes and I just threw them in the garbage. And I was like, I'm converted, man. Yeah. You know? And so it was like Flag and then... That's what Henry Rollins would want. Yeah. That's your yes. punk aha moment. Throw yeah, completely. It. it was Black Flag and like old, you know, Metallica, and, you know, Ride the Lightning's like the best album. Oh, it mm. totally. Fight Me. It's the best <laughs> no, Metallica album. It is, in my opinion, the best Metallica yeah. album. And I, then, yeah. And the Circle Jerks and just all that great, you know, 80s punk rock and, and some of the thrash metal and then mm-hmm. some, some of the crossover bands like DRI and CO see and all those cats and that from there from then on man it was just like what did your mom think of that kind of music so oh she was cool she didn't she didn't care my mom was always like super like eh, whatever you know so now obviously you're a musician you sing uh you play guitar what other what all instruments do you play so bass was my first instrument and then i don't know i always knew i could play how old when you started playing bass i was i don't think i was like maybe 13 okay but uh, before that i knew i could play i knew i could play but I just didn't. But I was super into music, so I finally convinced my mom to let me like get a bass from the Sears catalog. It was like a cheap ass harmony bass, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so she relented, and because there was, you know, it was like two hundred and some odd bucks, you know. And so I get this cheap ass harmony bass and this little cheap ass amp, and I'm sitting back in my room, and I'm playing along with all my records and stuff, and. I figured out, wow, I really can do this, you know. And then I had a friend who was playing, who was learning guitar. And so, and I figured, well, knowing what I knew about music, I was like, everybody needs a bass player. Everyone wants to play guitar, you know. So bass was my first one. And then along the way, I picked up guitar. And then uh, being in blue, being steeped in bluegrass really forces you to become a 
a good musician technically. Yeah. You can't fake it, you right. know? Yeah. And so that really pushed me to become even better musician, and I picked up mandolin along the way, tried banjo, and that didn't work out it's so rough. well. It's mandolin. rough. Mandolin. Yeah, yeah, mandolin's cool. It's an upside-down bass, but you get to play melodies and shit on it, you know? Yeah. So... I so, played mandolin for a few years, and that was a lot of fun. That's really, really, really cool. Fun. Yeah. yeah. And obviously your go-to now, you sing and you play guitar. Sing and play guitar. And I, I learned drums along the way. And at one point, I thought I was pretty good. I don't think I'd say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but now it's it's pretty much guitar. and um, But I kind of approach it f- from a bass player's perspective. I like really fat. Thick, heavy notes. I got it. And, mm-hmm. You know, I open tune. Everything's detuned, and mm. but the melody is still in there somewhere. And what? So sometimes the melody comes out through the through the lyrics or through a hook, or which is kind of like interesting. That. And we'll talk about your your duo band, uh, Dizygote, yeah. in a little bit. Uh, for everyone who really doesn't maybe know you or your background, you've been in quite a few bands, yeah, uh, throughout the years. So just kind of give us a brief overview of some of the bands you've been in, maybe your your greatest hits. Well, if you will. okay, so probably a bunch of bands that no one's ever heard of, right? So rapid I guess, fire those go. Okay, so Crux, that was the first punk band that I was in in Clemson's three piece hardcore band. Then I was in the shitty cover band. Um, was played, it called the shitty cover band? I yeah, hope. it was called the shitty cover band. <laughs> and then, um, Wait, what's the worst cover you did? Well, we played all of the current hits. So this was in the '90s. So it was like Pearl Jam and you know that you know Alice in Chains. That yeah, kind of shit. yeah, yeah. I felt dirty the whole time. Jar flies came out 26 we, years we ago just, today. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt dirty. Like I felt like kind of like a whore playing those songs at that time. Sure. Yeah. But I was making some money, and as a college student, that you know you can't really frown on that. Making money playing music. And you gotta you, know? yeah. you gotta learn to play covers too. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And all of my all my other friends were in these <laughs> awesome punk bands, and you know on labels and there I am playing this little shitty cover band and you know I felt like a like a traitor but mm-hmm. anyway um let's see after that I don't know a lot of various bluegrass bands mm-hmm. and um I transitioned from punk into bluegrass because like the energy you know yeah. the energy was there um but I just loved like the just how just nutso you could go like on a guitar or a banjo or a fiddle it just like it just grabbed me yeah. you know like that energy was still there and so that was that was the goal and then i spent a good solid 20 years steeped in that whole genre i guess and then uh me and a, some old friends uh shout out to lumber if you guys are listening back in in E's garage we used to rock out and um, that was full on just noise, garage rock. And when then, was uh, that around about? What year? Oh, uh, that was early 2000s, probably. So that was in Wilmington. So, uh, and then, uh, well, there's Chatham County Line. Yeah. And then at the same time, for a while, I was also doing Brown Mountain Lights, which was a five piece country ish kind of band, you know, sort of country folk rock kind of band. I was playing electric bass with them, and they were really talented. You know, um, so that was really fun. And then and then I had a five piece bluegrass band in Wilmington called the Possum Creek Bluegrass Band. And uh, at our peak, man, we were just hot. (laughs) And that's when I was playing a lot of mandolin. And (laughs) and uh, and let me see. After that, let's see. I came down here and I actually hooked up with some older guys and was playing some bluegrass for a while. And then uh, 
that kind of fizzled out because the practice sessions turned into me watching everyone argue. And then the two two of the guys quit, and that was kind of it for that. Yeah. And then uh, and then I just started writing music by myself, and then the first di- that kind of became the first Dizygote album when Ethan was like eleven. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got to a point where Ethan and I were able to jam together. They grew ex- up so fast. Yeah, I know for <laughs> real. We were able to jam together like extensively and actually work songs out. Hmm. That's a really then, that must now, be a very cool experience in are. its own. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, completely. Yeah. It's amazing. So you, know. y- you also teach high school. I do. Um, as a high school teacher, do you incorporate music in any specific way? Since you're a musician, you know that that's I th- assume your your passion. I'm sure you have a passion for teaching as well. But is is does that come through in the classroom in any way, shape, or form? Uh, <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes. But to be honest with you, I kind of sort of two different lives. Right, that makes know? sense to me for sure. Yeah. The separation have, of... Yeah. Have your students ever come and seen you at a show? No. Okay. No. I mean, seeing as it's high school, I can almost imagine that happening eventually. That's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ollie's... I, I know that you've played at Ollie's Pub mm-hmm. downtown Cape before. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's an all-ages venue, to be honest with you. I think, I think it might be 21 like, and up, but... It's at least 18 up. Yeah. yeah. Well, one day they might They might. They see might. There, I don't man. know. But so, uh, I think a lot of them are just kind of indifferent, to yeah. the truth. Fair. Like, eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. High, school's a, high school's a fun age. I'm looking at staring at Ethan <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> so, let's, let's get to your first song. <laughs> okay. We're, we're coming up here. So, your uh, song originally, though, was Super Tough... Uh, Fit. Super Touch Fit by Bad Brains. Right. Best punk rock song ever. Fight me. No. So I was, I was curious because <laughs> you, you specifically. Yeah, I was excited to see Bad Brains, and then Richard yeah. told me it switched uh, to a different song, which we'll talk about very briefly. Yeah. So uh, the, what, what you chose was the uh, ROIR sessions yes, of their reissue of the album. Why? Well, it was the not the reissue, the original ROIR. Oh, sessions. okay, okay. Yeah, I, I had it on a green cassette tape. Mm. And that's just like lightning in a bottle, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing like it out there since to this day. Nothing like it. I let Richard listen to it yeah. too. Oh, yeah. um, while I mean, we were, it's, oh, yeah, it it's life changing, yeah. man. How? So you were on the Bad Brains bandwagon for long forever. time. Yeah. I mean, since I first heard him back in the early '80s, forever. What would made What made you think of that song first? Is there just? I think it's just because it brings back like. My middle school days of you know skateboarding and that that whole era, you know what I mean. So, what is your official song? My official song that I, we settled on mm-hmm. for the show is Joan Jett's "I Love Rock and Roll," because that was part of my record collection when I was a kid. Would you like to hear it now, or do you want to tell the story to first? Up Let's to you. It. Wonderful. Let's, hear the song. Let's do this. So, this is "I Love Rock and Roll" from Joan Jett's 1981 album of the same name. We usually don't talk during the songs, but we we talked just a little bit there uh, because the fact that Joan Jett was this bad bitch on the radio yeah. singing about rock and roll. Yeah. It, females don't didn't at that time have that platform <laughs> right. traditionally. Yeah, I know. And it was such a good song. And I was one of the things I was saying was it was like the closest thing to punk that was on the radio. It was, you know. It was really, really popular and really yeah, like, it was huge. Right down the middle of the top forty, but it it's, it's like an it's anthem. edgy, man. Yeah. You know. And so where was, does that song take you? So I don't need eighty one. So I was nine, right? So uh, yeah. So about that time frame, I had a pretty decent record collection, forty five collection. I used to spend a lot of time up in my room, just 
playing records, DJing, and I had two twin beds, and I would jump, you know, <laughs> back and forth. I get so hyped yeah. that I would jump back and forth between the two, you know, singing Joan Jet, singing Joan Jet, yes. and just jumping and just, you know, and it, my had this like it was like a play school like record player. Or I was going to say like what that, describe you know? your record player to me. Yeah. I remember it just all white and it had a big yellow arm, and the bottom of it was red and. Uh, that's all I remember. I don't even think it had a lid. I'm not even sure now. That was it, man. I'd crank that thing up as loud as I could and just jump. Did your mom ever join you? I just, no. <laughs> my mom was cool. She yeah. was like, she, she kind of let me do my thing, you know? Oh, man. Cool. But it, oh, yeah. Mike. Uh, Ned, I just want to say, you and I are the same age, and yeah. what that song does to me is it takes me back to Gator Lanes in 1981 here, here yeah. in Fort Myers, because my parents were on a bowling team called Dam if I Know. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all over the jukebox. Yes. Yeah. And that was the other thing. It was like, I was. we were saying, during that time, that era, having birthday parties at the roller skating rink was the yeah. sh- you know and so and that's when there was a DJ in a booth and you could skate up to the DJ and request songs and if they put your song on you'd be like that's my song I know and And then you just skate your ass off to that song and you're pretending that you know how to skate and you're doing tricks or whatever you're trying to do and then yeah it was man good times so what about today when you listen to that song it brings you back to that time and place but do you turn it on now I to be honest with you I haven't like purposely listened to it in so long that it sounds different to me. <laughs> that I completely understand that. In my in my head, I was thinking it was like so much harder, and right? Edgier because I haven't listened to it in so long. So, you what know? do you think? I dig it. I love it, man. That's awesome. It's such an important part of like rock history, you know. All right, so Ethan, you've been quiet over there in the corner. We're switching yeah. your turns. <laughs> yeah, I don't talk often when other people speak. Yeah, you're going to be talking. He's a, a polite. Here. You raised him. That's yeah. very well, young man. I think. Um, okay, so uh, I think I have some idea of your childhood musical background. <laughs> but uh, can you tell me maybe part of your musical background growing up that people wouldn't expect? Uh, <clears throat> so I was um, – I kind of listened to like whatever my parents kind of yeah. had just the just going on through the radio just in the car. Uh just put in like CDs, so it would be any anything from like the Lumineers to Bob Dylan to Nirvana, but absolutely just anything. Just I would, I would be, I would be okay with it. What is what is the furthest thing from metal or punk that you like? Uh, I'm gonna have to take your time. Think hard about yeah. that one. Uh, <laughs> <that's okay. laughs> He's like, I'm gonna get back, back to y'all now. Uh, probably the farthest I listen from that stuff is probably uh, Foghat. Hmm. Oh yeah, okay. I, just, I don't know anything from Foghat will work. Okay, um, is everyone in the house into metal? metal? No, it's it, it's just <laughs> it's us. us. You guys? Yeah, well, the girls tolerate it. They, yeah, what? What do they have? Anything that you guys just tolerate? <laughs> that we tolerate? Yeah, that they listen to, like well, they go to, but you know, it's family. So, well, yeah, I mean, you know, Ellie's like deep into K-pop, man. Ooh, oh okay. wow, yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys should listen to Baby Metal together. No, I, 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 I have. I've grown out of that a long time ago. 
Yeah. So, do, do you know Baby Metal? You know uh, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Um, all right. I wanted to. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I wanted to uh, ask about. Uh, you mentioned Ethan in the bio that you sent us that um, you have SPD. It's a sensory perception disorder. Uh, yeah, sensory processing processing disorder. disorder. Yeah, it's it's somewhat related to autism. So, can you explain from your perspective what it, what that is so people it, can understand? It's like a sensitivity um, to like sound and. Uh, I, I guess says essentially the five senses. Hmm. So like sounds that other people would kind of like, eh, whatever. It's, mm-hmm. It it just drives me absolutely insane. Okay. Uh, other other times, it's like noises I hear. It's like, ooh, I'm interested in that. And other people are like, eh, so what? Is this that's normal? So it's not just sensitivity. It's like they, you you hear them different. Like you you yeah. relate to them different. Yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it is weird. It's like I'm kind of like on like a different like uh like a like a unit of, me- of measurement, like a different mm-hmm. scale regarding mm-hmm. regarding all that stuff. But also like um, sometimes it it affects the way I think too. Sometimes, sure. but. It's more or less like a sensory thing. So, like, other people would uh, eat mashed potatoes, like, no problem. I can't stand them. Absolutely can't stand them. The texture just kills sure. me. Okay. Did did that did that make getting into music hard as a as a kid? No, it actually did the opposite. It hmm. made it easier. Hmm. A How lot so? easier. How so? I can pick out um, different. Different instruments. I can I can pick out uh, different instruments that are kind of harder to hear. Yeah, and and they kind of sound like I like I I can hear them more if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And and it kind of I don't quite understand how, but somehow it just resonates more with within. So it's like I I don't, I don't know that I that's how I got into music so easily. Does does that um. Does that affect um, your ability to go out to like a live show, or is it is it just music but in person? Because um, live shows are kind of you know they're they're a little much. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're louder. Um, I've been getting used to them though. So right on. And you wear you wear yeah. plugs. Yeah, oh, but should, yeah, yeah, do that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do that anyway. It's smart. It's, it's a PSA to everyone. Wear yeah. your earplugs if you I see know. loud yeah, live but music. Now nowadays, like, well, I shouldn't say nowadays. As of late, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've kind of just been dropping them, just like, eh, forget it. It's like one more thing to carry. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I, now I just go full blast. <laughs> I, just, I just I just take it all in. Well, uh, okay. Normal normally I would immersion I would just, therapy. I'd, I'd get I'd get rough on you about that one, but you're a drummer, so like, yours <laughs> <laughs> are gonna be. This is part of the it's part of the package. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, what was the first time that you can remember? By the way, you're the youngest person we've had in yeah. that chair. Yeah, I'm 15. So this is this is great for me because we're asking you to look back a little. It's <laughs> yeah. really funny for us. Um, we were talking about that earlier. But uh, I want you to think back to the first time that you can remember music affecting you more than just like. Mm, that's nice to listen to, but like like emotionally or or that you saw a theme in something. Um, I notice when um, when I go through uh, rather hard times or if I'm like uh, sick or something with like say flu or like uh, bronchitis or something, music helps a lot. It 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 kind of like it it allows me to channel 
whatever the hell I'm feeling in into something that can actually be easily disposable. If that if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> what is your? What would you say right now? Maybe your go-to would be if you're going through sort of like a rough time. What would you turn on today, for example? Uh, anything Macedon related, or or just Macedon itself themselves. They, they help me out a lot with with a lot of things in general. Well, we're going to talk about Macedon in just a minute. <laughs> um, so uh, okay, so when did you first? You're you're a drummer in the band. Yeah. Um, how did you go from not playing an instrument to being a drummer at you know fifteen and and earlier? Um, I've been playing drums like forever, but I I can't quite remember all of that. But Ned can help. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I trust this guy enough. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I've I, I apparently I've been playing drums forever. Um. Do you remember the time when you started? Uh, I I remember we're um, uh, I I don't remember how the room looked, but it was like this. There's like a door somewhere. I think like like there's there's like <laughs> That's good. there's there's like I was I was on a kit. There's like there's like a window to my right, and there's like a door to my left. I, or in front of me, I can't. I, I don't. Shit, I don't remember. Anywhere. I don't remember. Um, but I remember being on this kit, and at at the time it looked so big. Mm-hmm. But but granted, is 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 like is only a five piece. So was, so I mean, honestly, to like a two year old, it looks absolutely enormous. Um, especially with like hats and like rides and mm-hmm. crashes and stuff. Um, but I, I remember I would just, just bang on everything, just like kind of wildly, just, it is, <laughs> I, I, I remember that. I think that was, might've been like my first memory. Yeah. So that's when you were, he was still in diapers. We have pictures of him in Oh yeah, in that was right. That was right. Oh my God. I, re- I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that. I was in my diapers. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. There you go. Yeah, send those over to us. Yeah, we will. Post them on the internet. Okay, so so from diapers to now, you know what what would you say has kept you into drumming? Because so many people, you know, they pick up something at at a young age and older than that, but still, and they drop it by the time they're in their adolescence. I think Macedon is is what kind of kept me. At at first, is the sword, but then it later turned on like just Macedon, just. Full Macedon. Bron- the the sword is a band for people who. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the sword is cool. They, they, they definitely turned me on to metal in general. But oh my god, Macedon into in terms of just like guitar work and and drumming, it, it is on a completely other plane. Yeah. Braun Daler is just an absolute just god. Oh, <laughs> absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's he's, he's, your, a he's like your drummer inspiration. Really, yes, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally, one hundred percent. Have you been to see them live? Yes, I have. I have seen them live. I was I was like sixth. Gr- I was in like sixth grade, so what, maybe twelve? Okay, so uh, you know they're they're gonna be here in May. Mm-hmm. Oh, be, uh, uh, oh, no uh, way! Dayton, 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 um, 
what's the big Daytona Beach? Daytona, yeah. Day- oh, at the Daytona, Fort Daytona Rock. Beach. Yeah, Fort Rock. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's only a yeah, few months we from now. We might have to make it over there because that's where we oh, saw him last a, time. It's not that long of a drive. You go Oops. see Macedon. Uh, I want. Oh man, I want to yeah, see. Yeah. Him. I want to see him again. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my god, I'm, I'm getting like all giddy inside. Oh my god. <laughs> I got to meet Macedon once. Yeah, and that was pretty wonderful. Oh, was that when you were working oh my at the god, radio? No the way. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. So that was pretty wonderful. Yeah. Oh man. They're still. They're one of the bands that I probably would geek out if I if I got to meet those. Oh, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. yeah. The vocals and musicianship. Um, they're all just we're incredible. We're a couple Mastodon nerds in the studio yeah. right now, so sorry, everyone. Not sorry at all. Yeah. Because Not exactly. Awesome. Yeah, fight me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fight like, us! I like that. That's the theme of this. Fight us. Um, <laughs> okay, so you can... Um, <laughs> Uh, a, lo- a lot of a lot of drummers that I know um, are they're actually not like like into a specific genre. They're like drumming is a genre. Like they listen to any kind of drum that you'll put in front of them. Like the as a as a musician. Um, so like I know punk guys who that's what they play. They listen to jazz a lot. Like they listen to jazz drum. They'll watch like a YouTube video with mm-hmm. like a jazz drummer. Um, or like I know guys who are like they play like big band and they're super into metal and they want to hear like you know five toms and three kicks. You know like <laughs> um, so. Uh, do you do you listen to any other kinds of drummers like maybe on YouTube or anything like that? Is there is there any kind of like I don't know tutorial videos the word I would put it. But you ever watch any of those demos where guys are just kind of going off and doing different stuff? No, <laughs> I just listen to music and that's it. Right just, just, uh, just, just give me any sort of uh, prog or hmm. melodic death metal, and I'll be great. Do you find your ears going towards the drums in songs because it's what you would do, or um, do you hear the whole thing? Kind of. I kind of hear the whole thing, but hmm. I can tune my ears into specific things. Okay. At different times, or into different things at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. I don't know how. I can, I'm able to do that, but I'm able to do that. Okay. Yeah. You, I can do that too, actually. Oh. It's kind of cool. It's, yeah. it's You just guys had a, a very adorable moment. The way, the way you oh, just yeah. looked. You looked at him like, you can do that too. I didn't know he could do that. I really liked oh. that. Yeah. Uh, do, do you... <laughs> do you... Um, I love you. Um, do you listen to Avatar? Um, I've heard of them, but... I haven't had a chance to they, check. They them lean out yet. on melody a lot, so I thought you, know, you might be into it. Um, mm. Okay, so <laughs> not, not, not yet, not yet. I want, um, I'm going to check them out at some point, though. Can you? It. Can you? Uh, have you identified? That's a dumb question. I was going to ask you about your favorite band, Spacidon. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, do you remember the first time you saw Ned play in public? Um, I remember it was uh, crap. Was it Wilmington? I think it was Wilmington. Uh, I would go up there with like it, it probably must have been like like a fifteen or twenty dollar like ukulele or something. Yeah. Um, oh, that's like. And, yeah. and I would I would I would I would play it like reverse, so like I was like left handed apparently, <laughs> and and I'll and I'll get up there just like shaking my hips yeah. and everything, yeah. and just walk <laughs> just 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 completely just up there with them. Yeah. <laughs> How old is he in this Ned? Uh, f- uh. Three, four, something like that. Yeah, two, three. It was a toy ukulele, and you know, like wouldn't stay in tune or anything. But he would. Yeah. So we, the band I was in at the time, we we're uh, the house band at this place, and so we had a standing gig every Wednesday or Thursday or whatever it was, and. So there were a couple times where he'd get up on stage. It was a five-piece bluegrass band, and we we all would sit around 
like one or two mics, you know, and he would come up there and he would stand next to whoever was on the outside and just, <laughs> you know, just play, it. act like he was playing. And then, you know, he would jump down and then he'd go like to other tables and work play for the them, audience. work the audience <laughs> and stuff, you know. Yes, yes, I yeah. remember he that. Your, I remember that. He was your hype man. He was the hype man. <laughs> I was, exactly. I was, oh. <laughs> that was too good. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> So you you kind of wanted to be on stage even at that age. So yeah. Like that's this is not a new development for you kind of to Yeah, but but I've I've gotten way less shy. At at that point when when I was younger, there was there's like little to no fear. When I was like maybe in middle school, elementary school, there was definitely a lot of fear being on stage. Mm-hmm. Um especially like when I uh went to uh, play for like the talent show yeah. at my school talent yep. show and, like, you should in tell them about that well, that we're, was pretty yeah. bad oh, yeah. well we're about to because that's, yeah. that's your first song yeah. Yeah. N- but now yeah. my shyness level is just like what is that is that <laughs> yeah, a right. thing yeah. it's, uh, what is shyness define that for me <laughs> so <laughs> okay so on that topic yeah so um, so we're coming up to your to your song here um, do you want to tell the story about the talent show and then listen to the song or do you want to listen first and then and then tell it I think I'd rather tell the story first sure yeah uh, so you're in what grade I'm right now I'm a freshman in no, no 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 in the story the oh sorry my bad uh, <laughs> bloop uh <laughs> I was in fifth grade. It was at the end of fifth grade, so I was 11. Yeah. Yeah, I was 11. And uh, I heard of, like, a talent show, like, a few months ago, and it was, like, it, it's, God, I think it was, like, maybe mid-May. It was towards the end of the school like year. Like, end of school year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, like, probably, like, mid-May. Uh, so I've I've known about it for, like, months at that point, so I was... I was trying to think of like something that I could actually play that I think that I would have been able to pull off, and and uh, at the time I was listening to a lot of Remission. Uh, that's Macedon's first album. I, Best I album, Fight Me. <laughs> it's it's like it's, that, that it's arguable. That's, yeah. that's that's arguable. It's very hard to choose a best album for Mastodon. It's very very hard. So it is arguable. Um, okay, I'll concede. I'll concede on that. Okay, okay, Dad. Um, uh, so I was trying to like figure out like what was I going to play? Was I going to play Workhorse? Was I going to play Trainwreck? Where Strides the Behemoth, and then I talked to him about it, and he was like, "You should play Where Strides the Behemoth. That's that's it's super strong." And I'm like, "All right." So then I spent months just studying it by ear, and I would go into the garage, like maybe like a like every day, maybe, and for probably like several hours, and just play the shit out of it. What kind of kit did you have? Uh, we is. Is this the same kit that you would have had when you? Well, this or by then had you bought that was our second kit, so that was the Sonor kit. Yeah, it was it was like this small red thing, but it sounded it sounded so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did. Um, so it was like a kick and like two toms and a snare. So it wasn't it wasn't much, but it 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 was great. So I would I would just play that just all the time, especially practicing this for. What I what I thought was like the biggest thing in the world as a as a fifth grader, um, 
So I'll just I'll just play it and play it and play it, and I was gradually getting better. And I th- at one point, like Christmas, I think I I for Christmas I asked for like um like a double kick pedals, and for Christmas I they. I don't know if they just came. I don't know. Santa Claus brought it. Yeah, yeah, true. Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thanks, Santa. <laughs> uh, so at that point, I, I had uh, two kick pedals already, and I was start. I was getting used to them, and I was getting better at them, and I was trying to figure out how to work the the hats because they sounded like they were closed. Mm-hmm. Um. This is like a lot of trial and error, building your skills. Yes. I mean, to tackle Macedon in fifth grade uh, while, for you're a talent building, show, while you're building the kit, no like, fear. It's, that is aw- That's just incredible. Yeah, it, 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 it was a lot of determination that I was that I was willing to put in. It was, I, I was so ready. To, so, what about the day of? How did you feel the day of the talent show? Oh man, I was a nervous wreck. Is I is probably like my. First time actually being on stage mm-hmm. ins- instead of just like ooh I'm I'm just having fun it was it's <laughs> like it was like uh, I'm actually performing yeah. I can I cannot blow this I cannot blow this whatsoever and even if I do what am I going to do about it you know and people are going to hear it just like it's like all these things are going through my head <clears throat> excuse me so. I don't know. I just I kind of just got up there, and I, and I, I at that point I was only thinking, just do it, just mm. do it now. This is you just you just got to power through this. Your girlfriend is watching you. Your family's watching you. This is high stakes, man. Yes. I'm sweating yeah. now. In that order, by the way. <laughs> Tell me exactly. what happened. Yeah, Tell right. me what happened. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I started playing it, and I, I had a lot of fun, but I was. I was like, Ugh, so shaky. <laughs> I was, I was so shaky. It's like, is is, I, I'm, I'm kind of still surprised that I even got through it. No, you, you killed it, man. The, the, there were a lot of people there, a lot. Yeah, you estimated about like something like a thousand people in the something bio, like, like that. Yeah, like, something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's it a was. Lot of people. Well, it was all these. It was the, all these kids that were in the talent show, right? Yeah. So, and they saved him for the very, very last. You know, yeah. and so it was all these kids' families that were there, you know, and it was, I mean, there had to have been a thousand people there. Wow. Close to it. So uh, I want to hear it in a second, but I want to know first, did, did you play it? Was it just like a, was it a drum solo or was it yeah. like the track in the back? Or no, just, no, just, the, just drums. Just the drums. Just drums. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That is a baller move, like to come out and just be like, I'm going to play. Here's, yeah, here's three, minutes, here's three minutes of drums. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about like, Man, other people are going to have to play this because I knew at the time that no one was going to be able to play it. Right. Because everyone else is like singing or dancing or mm-hmm. like doing magic or something. Yeah, juggling. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So it's, there's like there, – there's, no, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to have two guitarists and a bassist do this with other vocals. Right. And, and in a, fifth grade. In fifth grade. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what I love about the story. Right. Yeah. In fifth yeah. grade. An 11-year-old. Yeah. yeah. I know. And, and, and 
school doesn't want to hear a kid say hell too. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> all right, Lord, yeah. we're just going to do drums. Then just yeah. all right, let's just hope for the best. Well, uh, I want to hear it. So let's. Uh, I'm going to key in. I'm going to try to key in on the drums and pretend I'm, yes, I'm there. Yes, everyone at the listening, show. like you have to listen to the drums. Imagine yeah. fifth grade and, Ethan, and he really nailed it too. Uh, like it. it wasn't. I believe a, it wasn't I believe a facsimile. It. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love he, listen to this. It was, it, was, it, was, it was like in the cafeteria or something. Yeah. <laughs> Great acoustics. This just um, gets better and better the more we talk about all right, it. So, right, so we'll go to the song. This is uh, Where Strides the Behemoth from Mastodon on their 2002 album Remission. Yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I haven't listened to that song, honestly, oh, like, and to sit and listen God. to it so in a little bit, too. So oh, that was a whole, like, bringing me back to high, a whole other thing. We'll, we'll talk about so that later. <laughs> so man. Yeah. Nothing like that, man. No. No. Um, no. All right. So uh, other than technical skill, uh, it's just kind of impressive that you dropped that, like, that <laughs> on an elementary school. <laughs> uh, I so. wanted to know that, like, did you just, like, drop the sticks or you just like, all right, thanks, and then peace out? Like, what was the end uh, of that? No. I, uh, after I played, I just just calmly put my sticks on my snare. Mm. I got up, stood up uh, at the, the front of the stage, bowed, and then went backstage and proceeded to hug my girlfriend. Like, oh my god, what actually just happened? Just like, oh, Dude, yeah, seriously, people were going ape <laughs> Good. That's not, yeah. No joke. People are <laughs> you know? doing it, yeah. yeah. Also, this is a really strong move to do that at the end of your fifth grade year because then, like, it doesn't matter what hap- like what the school thinks about what you did because you're not coming back. It's it's May in fifth grade. Yeah. I'll see you later. Oh, they yeah. loved it, man. They loved it. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Man. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so I wanted to know from both of you, when was the last time you bought a physical copy of music? Well, so that's vinyl, that's CD. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a purchase of a piece of something touchable. I bought. Um, well, it was given to me actually. Um, we played at Beach Records uh, this past summer, and Marty gave me a copy of um, uh, Minor Threat. You know, out of stuff. Ooh, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, which was very cool of him. He's like, I can't pay you guys, but you, know, mm. you can find a record. I was like, sweet, man. Thank Beach you. Beach is a cool place. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if you're in the Southwest Florida area and you haven't made over to Beach Records, here's a little. Yeah. He's booked on this show. Yeah. Plug. Marty's coming. Oh, he oh, is yeah. booked. Yeah, next Yay. month. Marty's a cool guy. Yeah. He, cool. he took care of us. Wonderful. Ethan, yeah. have you ever bought a physical piece of music? Yes. Um, the uh, the last record that I got. Uh, that you remember then. It's fine. Um. There are only three that I really have. I took two from my dad. <laughs> yeah, he um, came. He robbed what, all my good yeah, stuff. That's what that's yeah. for. Yeah, my, Metallica <laughs> and Fugazi in particular. Yeah, um, those are good grabs, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't. I only have three. The first one that I bought was uh, "Lore" by Elder, uh, and. I, I don't know what in what order it was, but I got Age of Winters by The Sword and The Hunter by Mastodon. Well, you have, you have that sleep 12-inch that you got. Yes, yes, yes. I totally forgot about that. The new that. one? I'm so sorry. The uh, newest album? Uh, no, it's oh. a 12-inch Le- single. Beneath. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's, that's the one that I, that, that's the last one I got. Uh, we were in, um, crap, was it? Nashville. Uh, yeah. The Third Man Store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, Third Man Records. Mm-hmm. And, uh... 
I didn't I didn't have any money anymore on me at at this point. So I was like asking my sister, "Oh my god, please, <laughs> please just just give me some of your money and I can have that record and I, and I will leave you alone, please." <laughs> and, uh, and and at and at some point she was like, "All right, here you go." It's like a good sibling oh, bargaining yeah, chip. Yeah, yeah, she's a good girl. And and then uh I got uh I I just took out Leagues Beneath and I bought it and then I was like, "I can't believe I actually have this Beautiful, beautiful single right in my hands. Yeah. It, it was it, it, that's that. That was a cool moment. That was a cool moment. We we made a record in the recording booth there too. Oh, Our right. whole family did. Yeah, a family band. Yeah, record? I wrote a song mm-hmm. and we rehearsed it real quick. And I we went in there with my daughter's ukulele. All four of us jammed into that. It's like a phone booth. Yeah, I mean it's tight, real tight. And we cut a record. It was cool. Yeah. How many really songs? Cool. Just one. Just the one song? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, Does yeah, yeah. Does it? It, I, it's called Bluebird. Does it exist anywhere? That No, it's, just, it's it? just on the It's the, the one little the, single. They press it or something? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, as you record it, the machine makes yeah. it. I yeah. mean, it's from like the 30s or mm-hmm. something like that. You That's know? pretty fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, we kind of just. yellow vinyl. Yeah, we kind of yeah. just yeah. did it for like I like that color. So do either of you make mix? Well, mixtape is like mix CDs, mixtapes. Uh, I think now probably are in the form of like a Spotify playlist or something right. like that. Do you do you make mixtapes? Really? Did you do that? Do you? No, I Not don't. I mean, I did back in the day for sure. I yeah. mean, my friends and I used to trade tapes all the time. Right. You know? I, was, I was kind of thinking about yeah. that, especially you know, like eighties. Uh, there's a lot of specifically metal underground hardcore music that yeah. you would not find anywhere other right. than being able to trade it with one. Yeah, another. but these days you've got Spotify and YouTube yeah. and Bandcamp and you know, I just go to those places and f- listen to new stuff that way. So yeah. then, since that question was kind of a wash, tell mm. us, please. <laughs> the masses want to know. Tell us about your band. Okay. Well, what do you cool. want to know? Tell me your band. We're called Dizygote. Wait, Dizygote. That was a weird time. So describe your band for us. Uh, it is the two of you. It's just two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan on drums and me on guitar and I sing and Ethan does backup is it's not singing it's it's more yelling it's screaming well i mean i heard it's that you backup aim for vocals yeah, yeah. backup yeah. vocals you aim for benevolent world domination we do is we that do correct? yes we do we aim for benevolent world domination we will and, rule uh, you we're, we're getting there nicely we're getting That's there it. slowly you know he stared me dead in the face <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are so wide <laughs> All right. yeah no but we, we will um, rule you we <laughs> We just as a two piece, you know, there's some there's some challenges and there it's it's kind of more not hindrances. They're challenges. And they're that makes it more fun, I think, because I can't tell you how many times we've been asked, hey, you guys looking for a bass player? And we're like, no, we we're not. I mean, so I, I split my guitar signal three ways and I've got mm. two huge guitar amp so i've got a, an orange stack yeah and then i've got uh, a marshall 4x12 cabinet and i run an orange preamp it's called a batch band a bax banjitar preamp that comes from their custom shop into a crown power amp and that goes into my 412 it's so be loud, got, y'all. it's crazy yeah. that's one of the things we, we would like to be loud and so i've got two different guitar things going and then the other channel in my Power amp it goes. I've I've got a bass preamp like, like an thing drop and, and a drop it yeah. an octave, and that goes into a bass cabinet. Got and it. so I've got the bass and two guitar cabinets, and so that gives me a really full sound. Mm-hmm. And now it also enables me to do like 
twin guitar harmonies. Yeah. I was about to ask by about yourself, that. Yeah, by just myself. Play solo and you get the. And that's kind of a new thing <laughs> because we were doing that in the studio, and I was like, "Shit, I have to be able to do this live." Now, right. You know. Mm-hmm. So now I have that capability. I'm a sucker for for guitar harmony solos. Yeah. Like, yes. Just I mean it doesn't have doesn't matter this like yeah. California just anything, anything right dude, like, yeah. Oh, I so love it. you've recorded one EP, correct? Well, or... we've 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 got an album that I did about four years ago, and it's it's out there, you know. And um, I never did anything with it. I just did it on CD Baby and released it, and poof, and mm-hmm. hardly anybody knows about it. And now then now if you might, yeah, well maybe we'll see. Maybe. And then um and. And then, so we started as a band playing those songs, but slowed them down and detuned them and made them more doomier and sludgier Mm because that's kind of what we were going for. And I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Some of these songs are like way better now than they were, you know. And then then we recorded a couple of videos at Marcus Jansen's studio. That's where that is. Yeah. And he's he's a friend of mine. And uh, he was kind enough to let us use his studio for the day. And we got Sugar Shack Sessions to come and do video and audio simultaneously. And we so we got two songs, one that was off my off the first record. And then one that we wrote literally a week before, and that was our first collaboration. Mm -hmm. And um, so we got those two. And so the EP that we released this past summer is basically the audio from those that session. Where can anyone and everyone listening right now find your music? You can go on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon and Bandcamp and everywhere. And you also have Facebook, Instagram? We do. We have all that stuff. Cool. So everyone, as you're listening right now, go find them. Daizago uh, on on social media, online. Check out their music. Uh, Maybe we'll weave some of the music up in here in post. What song do you suggest if there's one that you're like, this is kind of a a good Well, I think the one right now is In Circles. That's the one I think that's, I mean, we re-recorded it for the new album, and um, that's one that we really like playing. That's one that a lot of people, I think, have they've given us a lot of positive feedback on. Yeah, so. the hot, kind of hot take, I suppose. Um, I let Richard, Richard listen to some. I said, this reminds me of Red Fang. I was just going to yeah. ask you to tell yeah. me. Yeah, uh, we've heard that, yeah. So Red Fang, that, that kind of can't, I can I can feel the sword influence. I can feel the Mastodon yeah. influence. I can feel sleep, you know, that yeah. sludge, doom, all very close to my, my personal and then like this, yes. like this like dash of bluegrass something. There's yeah. something in the delivery. I think it may be your voice. voice the like, vocal. Maybe, I, think the, I guess. The, the I don't know. I haven't even delivery. thought about it's that. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, maybe so. Yeah, we'll just have to use it as our parting tune for this episode. Oh, That's a great idea. There we go. So, so normally, right. the, the tie that up with a nice little bow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And with a song, of, one of your songs will be the last thing. Very hear. cool. Very cool. So, um, okay, I'm gonna do. Um, we're gonna do Ethan first, then Ned. If you could learn another instrument like that, just instantly, Matrix style, what would you learn? Piano. Piano. It is mm. very good for. Uh, I I think for music <clears throat> theory. It is, and <laughs> and I I want to know more. So I I think learning piano like that. Mm. I I think I think that might be pretty That'd handy. Be pretty cool. Ned. Theremin. Theremin. Heck yeah. <laughs> just, because it, just because it's weird and cool. Because it's like, weird and cool. And I've heard that it's really really hard. It, yeah. To like get the technique down. <laughs> so know? if I can do it like that, then great. Exactly. Exactly. So are are there any bands or musicians that you really like that most of our listeners will not be familiar with? I'm assuming yes. If you can think, though, on that band for a moment, try to compare that to something you think that a general audience might be familiar with, if you can. If not, then just maybe check out these bands. They're really awesome. They sound like this. (laughs) Okay. 
So I guess the first band that comes to mind is Iron Buddha. They're from Coral Springs, and we played with them down in Miami. Hometown. And they're they're like sludgy, doomy, real riffy, super cool guys. Anything and, that's kind of more contemporary that might sort of sound similar to that or someone who might be into something a little more mainstream, if you like this, then you should check them out. Um, I don't know. What would you say? What would you say that there's somebody you could compare them to? Um Iron Buddha? Yeah. Uh, it's hard. I mean, like, Mono Lord mm. is kind of one of those bands that everybody seems to know these yeah. days because they're real doomy, sludgy, you mm-hmm. know? So maybe like that, but even We're more of an emphasis. Our audience here. I love it. Yeah, oh, but even no, but even more, here. like, there's more of an art to their to their riff writing, mm-hmm. you know? Emilio's yeah. got some really cool stuff going on. Awesome. It's like... Yeah. It's like um, like odd times and yeah, really changes. Yeah. Oh, I love. And so a lot of signatures. so a lot of times it's it has been just two of them, him and Jay, the drummer, and they're super tight together. But I know recently they've added a bass player back into the fold. So they're and he Emilio was telling me he wants a little bit more freedom on the guitar, you know. So, but there's somebody you guys should check out for sure. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, do you make time to like sit and listen to music, or is it when you're doing stuff? I try to make time to sit and listen. I'm these yeah. days I get up too early hmm. and like too early. <laughs> You're a teacher. Uh, too I early. I get up too early. Like I was up at three this morning. That's, that's too not, early. That's not yeah. normal, right? No. <laughs> so I listened to a whole load of music this morning. What did you listen you to? Three AM metal. Lost New Bass. I love them. What album? Uh, or was it like SVMT, their new one, mm-hmm. right? Is that not what it is? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to play with them, actually. That They've got this kind of Nirvana sort of thing going. They do. And especially when uh, when when her husband Gabe is playing, because he reminds me so much of Chris Novoselic. And uh, live, they're just like, wow. I've not seen know? them live, so yeah. That's we cool. just saw them a couple weeks ago here with the uh, Gator Ramen Showcase. Oh, cool. And they, right. they, I was just like, damn, I, we, we've got to play with them. So I listened to them this morning, and... Um, and then uh, Vivian Girls, I listened to their new album this morning. I'm not familiar. No, they're they're out in L.A. It's actually my wife's cousin's band. Yeah. What are they? What's kind of music? Just so for oh. it's kind of sort of like Lost New Bass, but a little maybe a little more poppier. Okay. But this new album's got a little bit of a darker kind of tinge to it, which hmm. is pretty cool. What you about know? you, Ethan? You'd make time to really absorb music and listen to it. Yeah. What do you – is it usually Mastodon or is it something else? Um, a lot of the times it's Mastodon, but it can really be anything from the Ocean Collective to Polaris to yeah. Caius, the Sword, Elder, Acid Bath, yeah. anything. When you can get your hands on it. Yeah, right? Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, Rotten. Yeah, really. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, when is the last live show that you attended? Last live show that I attended. Yeah. It was the Gator Ramen yeah. showcase. Yeah, probably the Gator Ramen showcase. So who else played at that? Wow. So there was... Um, it was uh, the... Uh, I think a Solar Eclipse opened. Yep. And then after that, it was Fever Beam. Yeah. They're, they're pretty cool. From St. Pete. Yeah. They're awesome. <laughs> they're great. Yeah. Um... And and then it was Lost New Base. Yeah. And, and then, then the Kimberleys. Yeah, the Kimberleys. Oh, cool. Yeah. It. Yeah, Jeremy. We've gotten to know Jeremy pretty well. He's a, um, such a cool house? guy. No, 
Yeah, oh, were, wasn't it Palace yeah. Pub? Yeah, yeah, cool, cool place. Yeah, it is. We yeah. did, we we actually did an on location uh, episode a, there. Oh yeah, mix of the trivia podcast. night um, with no nonsense trivia with Lee oh, Brettschneider. Okay. Yeah, oh. so it's kind of it's a cool place. Shout out yeah. to Palace. We love that place. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so Ned, I want to ask you specifically. Uh, maybe you can sort of weigh in on this, Ethan. But how is it playing with your son? You've played with so many different people, musicians, yeah. places, types of bands. How yeah. is it different playing with your son? Um, well, you know, in, I've been in enough bands to know that, um, sometimes bands fall apart because of personality issues or they usually fall drug issues or yeah. something like that, you know, and to know that that's not a, that's not even a, a thing is really nice. And, um, you know, we live in the same house, obviously, so we can practice anytime we want to mm-hmm. and, Besides that, I mean, to be completely honest, without really, without sounding biased, I mean, he truly is one of the best musicians I've played with in terms of his ability. I mean, he's he he's a phenomenal drummer. He learns so fast. I mean, when when I bring a new song to him, he it's like bam, we'll run through it maybe two or three times, and he's got it, and he's already throwing in all kinds of cool shit. So that vibe like, is there, but the vibe's you, there, regardless of yeah, relationship. And, yeah, completely. And then on top of that, he's my son, and that's just how cool is that, you know? Yeah, I yeah. honestly can't even imagine that. I think that that's. I mean, just when you guys reached out to us in general, it's like father son me- metal duo. Yeah, we're like, and they want to be on our <laughs> podcast. Like, yeah, I yeah. totally yeah, love I it. And then, so. and then yeah. all of a sudden, I feel like I saw you guys everywhere. Like I saw the name on flyers and local, you know, uh, shows and different things we're people working, talking about. So I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. God, like this band keeps popping we're up. We're working real hard to to make a go of it, you know, because awesome. this is Ethan's got the talent and the drive, and I, if nothing else, I want to try to set him on a on a course, you know. Um, but it's mm-hmm. you know, if I'm being honest, I mean, it's what I want to do too, you know. I like it when you're honest. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like we're in a decent position for something good to happen. I mean, we I feel like we've got a really good album coming out. I think I feel like we've got some really good people behind us helping us make the record, you know, recording it and producing it and mixing and mastering and um You have to let us know when it comes out. I will. Yeah. Please. I will for sure. I yeah. mean, we're super excited. It's like the waiting is just Ah, it's so hard, you know, but I wanted to, you know, Howard Wilkin, I got to give a shout out to Howard for, for tracking and out at his studio at Pharmadelica and, um, and then, uh, Jack and Dino is doing the mixing and mastering. And if you're not familiar with him, I mean, he did bleach, Yeah. you know, oh, wow. he's done high on fire and wind hand and Soundgarden, and I mean, so you're in good hands. We're, yeah. I feel like we're in good hands, and I feel like we're like really fortunate, you know, because who the hell are we? You know, everyone's about to find out. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 come from, we come from Cape Coral. No one cares about this. It's, it's an absolute wasteland. <laughs> uh, <Okay>. So, <laughs> um, do you guys have any theme songs, uh, TV theme songs that you've committed to memory that you'd be willing to sing with us? Wow. Me? No, no. Ethan is sitting Ethan out. Says he doesn't no. really watch Bye. TV that much. Fair. Let's think. He's leaving. No. All right. Tell me what you guys know, and I'll see if I no, know no, it no, too. No, you no, say, man. We'll, really? We'll, That's we'll not how we'll it works. We'll do our best huh? to join you. All right. Um, <laughs> Three's Company. 
Yeah, that's we've done that oh, a few times. So dense the words, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, we realized how much we didn't know. I know well, yeah, I don't know. Either. <laughs> I know the first two lines. So and then let's see what happens. Yeah, this is our favorite we're gonna, part. We're gonna okay. go for it. Oh, I just boy. always I alt default to the Adam's Family theme song. That's Tara's default. This is gonna Great. be a train wreck. What about those drums? What about those drums? Man? <laughs> Finger Come guns. On. Wait. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. Come and dance on our floor. Thank you, Mike. Take a step that is new. Oh, Jack just tripped and sat on the bench next to the woman. <laughs> That's like a thing and a thing and a thing. Three. Oh, he's Jack Tripper. Sorry, Jack. Three is company. Two. We did it. We did it. Kind of. All right. What do you think, Ethan? We did a good job. Yeah. Thanks. Ethan, would you or have you ever karaoke'd? I have not, and I never want to. Ever. (laughs) Ever. He is a man of such strong Strong conviction. I will not do it <laughs> ever. I will bury you. Okay, I, right. I will I'm gonna find it. you when you're 21 on your 21st birthday, and we'll see what you say. No. <laughs> what no. about you? I've done karaoke Ned. before one time. And what'd you sing? Uh, it was uh, "Come on, Feel the Noise." Nice. And it was me and three other guys, and, and I I did the air guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> do you also do? You, did you sing at all? Um. Yeah. Did you do that falsetto like the way of like? Come on. Somebody oh, did. Someone's got to. Somebody did. Okay. But you know, I was concentrating on air guitar. You gotta, you gotta nail it. Yeah. Right. All right, gentlemen. It is time for your joint three song story. Oh, yes. Win one song. Yes. Cool. <laughs> would you like to introduce the song? Do you want to listen to it first? I think a little intro is would be good into why you chose this song. Okay. You want to take it? Definitely one of my favorites. Your turn. All right. <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is one of the, I mean, if like you were to pick a song to play for somebody to say this is the sword, this would be one of them for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, So yeah. this is Fire Lances of the Hyper Zephyrians. Ancient Hyper I can't say it. Okay. Of the ancient Hyper Zephyrians. Hyper Zephyrians. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, it, and uh, so I think we chose this one because... The Sword was the first show that I took Ethan to in St. Pete. When was that about? Well, he was 11, so that was I, I, four. 2015 ish. Yeah. I remember it was like in November. The, the, as, as far as that goes, that's all I know. And we were <laughs> right up front, and the place was packed. It was mm-hmm. a super cool theater in downtown St. Pete. And I just remember everyone being super, super cool to him. He was this little guy. And uh, everybody was just like, well, I mean, most people in the, the metal community is pretty it's cool. It's a super yeah. cool community. People are oh, yeah. super laid back. I mean, yeah. they've got this tough outer appearance and everything, but people are super supportive and everything. And it was just so on display that night, you know, and it was such a good show. And we were right up front and it was just an amazing experience. Describe and the feeling of that night, too, because I know especially before you go see a band, especially something like The Sword, it's very, yeah. it's very, it's very drivey, you know. Yeah. Uh, it really gets people like. Well, he, we were both super pumped because we're huge fans, oh, yeah. and we knew that even though it was high country, which, come on, guys, honestly, it's not your best record. Yeah, I'm sorry. just telling you. But we knew that they were going to be playing a lot of the old stuff, mm-hmm. and they did, and it just sounds so good. You know? Oh, my God. It was just so good. 
Then how about let's listen to it? Let's, let's listen do to that. it, yes. and then we'll talk a little bit more about the sword and how it's influenced the both of you as musicians. Because I can yeah. see that that's quite apparent. Ethan is wearing a the sword shirt right now. Right. So let's go and hear it. This is uh, Fire Lances of the Hyper Zephyrinians. Oh it, dear, it's something like that. Close enough. Some, From the something. Swords 2008 album uh, Gods of the Earth. Let's hear it. Best album. Fight me. Ah! So, so good. So fast. I really love um, watching you guys during the song because uh, Ned is pantomiming drumming. Yeah. Ethan is doing the guitar. guitar. Yeah. And then I was doing all of it. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> So um, yeah. now, when you, when you think about that song, yeah. do, you, do you listen to it together still today? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So where, where, when, how do you listen? Usually, is it like together at the house? Yeah, sometimes at the house. You so, know, sometimes the car, in the on car road trips. Well, I mean, wherever you know, yeah, wherever yeah. it's possible. That's wonderful. So it's a it's a kick ass song that binds together two pretty kick ass people. Yes. Well, That's pretty you. wonderful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, Ned first, then Ethan. If you could see any band or performer in their prime. Who would you go see? Yeah, no explanation, just boom. Go see Sabbath. In their prime, Sabbath. Hot. (sighs) TikTok, 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 TikTok. I think I might have to bandwagon Sabbath. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Uh, you guys can go together. So now, if if you could play with any performer, living or dead or band or whatever, who would you play with? Uh, I gotta go with sleep. Yeah. I need to to share the stage with sleep. Yep. I don't have enough amps, but... I'm working on it. Wonderful. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You get, get pulled up on stage, do a little drumming. Yeah. All right. All right. This is my new favorite question. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you guys ooh, you guys are a professional wrestling tag team tag duo. Team. Oh. What song do you come out to? I will come out to um, someone that probably no one even knows. Uh, um, Demiurge by Funeral Doom. Okay. They're from like Ohio. They're they're like like they're like pretty sludgy. <laughs> I also love that you're a duo and you're like we're coming out separate. I'll yeah, and I'm playing. This is my sorry. song, so sorry, Dad. I guess. I mean, I Get guess out. it's I guess it's my song too, right? Are you, I mean, if you unless you thought of something that you're like, yeah, if I was a wrestler, I'd kick <laughs> to this song. Uh, I guess that one. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you would. Because he's my he's my partner. You would. Right? You'd come out to his song. <laughs> yeah. My you partner. You would, Dad. Can we all just take a second and appreciate you Mike and I? Me? Yeah, because yeah, say, say the name of the song and the band again. Yeah. Uh, the band Funeral. Uh, uh, sorry, Funeral Moon, not Funeral Doom. Okay. Funeral Moon. Okay. I, I messed that up. <laughs> Funeral Moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's I'm, just I'm, like Ohio yeah. Doom. What? I'm so I'm sorry. Funeral Moon. Yeah, funeral because moon. funeral doom is like a whole subgenre. Yeah, of yeah. Metal. Yes. Right. I, I completely yeah. messed that it's up. One of the eighty subgenres of metal. That exactly. We all know. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, we're going to give you guitars in a second. I'm just going to randomly say some metal things. And you have to change it up to whatever. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. No. So, a little uh, more seriously, I have a question now. Okay. What would Ned, your 14 year old self, think of you today? Uh, I'd probably be like a little bit pissed. <laughs> That uh, I'm not, that I haven't like toured the world yet. You know what I mean? So you immediately you thought, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I mean, I'd be happy like with my family life and all that kind of stuff, obviously. I mean, because they're amazing. But my 14 year old self would be like, dude, what the hell? He'd want to fight you. Yeah. All right, Ethan. Let's fight. Your 14 year old self, so very <laughs> long ago. What would your 14 year old self think of think you about today? It, yeah. Um,. Think back to the yesterday. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, he's no. 15 and a half. Sir. Oh, that's right. My bad. I'm not a math guy. Yeah, dad. Uh, <laughs> man, if that's, 
I know I'm 15, but that's actually that's honestly a good question. Um, I think I'd probably be surprised that Jack and Dino is working with our record. Hmm. I, I I would be surprised. And I'm like, actually, dude, what the what the hat one in bleep? Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, could you uh, would you leave please a message? This is for you, Ethan. Would you leave a message to your future middle aged Ethan? I would tell myself, um, you made a promise, and I know you're following it, but just keep doing it. Please, for the love of God, stay sober. There you go. I like that yeah, one. I like that a lot. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do a little, do a little clap for yeah. you there. Um, so we're kind of getting to the end here. Oh, we no. have we have pretty much one last question. Can you recommend to us three people that you will not only share your episode in the podcast with, yeah. but you think would be good guests and that would have, you know, a little fun play along and talk some music and memories with us. So you need to have Howard Wolkin on. Yes, Howard. Yeah, Howard's like he's kind of start he's becoming like a hub of good music here. Great. And uh, he's got a studio out in Boquilia. So you hook us up with them, you think? Yeah, cool. for sure. And so he's, hi, got, he's, he's, he's got, got hear this. two yeah. record labels, <laughs> right? That And he's been in the industry for a very long time. And so, Howard, I'm calling you out. All right, you Ethan, who do you think? Um, I'm probably going to have to go with uh, Mommy's Little Monsters. Yeah, you said that they're also... Uh, so we'll tell our audience about that. Um. They're they're really cool. Uh, I'm actually friends with uh, their drummer. We actually used to go to school together. Um, it's but, a trio, you said, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's him, Ashton, and uh, his brother Trenton, and their dad. Uh, their dad's on guitar, and uh, Trenton is it's Trent. Trent, sorry, yes. sorry, Trent, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I really do not like messing up people's names. Um, he is. I, I I'm still speechless. He, he, the fact that he's he's like what in sixth grade or something. He screams like a badass. Nice. Yeah. Cool. He's this little this little guy, and when he opens his mouth, you're like, whoa. <laughs> you know, it's like a, like a, a more rock metal version of when you see like the like those six year olds like a super singing, singing a like opera. super death right? metal like, version of that. Yeah, how'd you fit that in there? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Who else? One All right, more. one more person. Um, probably Marcus Jansen. Because he we know is a yeah. phenomenal we artist. Kn- we, we know Marcus. And he's a really cool guy, <laughs> and he's got some interesting things to say. We have a lot of like deep conversations, you know. And uh, he's been very successful because he's been so focused and determined, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and he's a local guy. Yeah. You know? So that, that was our last question. Yeah. So what do you, how are you feeling? What did you think? I had fun. A lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Thank you Big guys time. so much yeah. for joining us. Any final thoughts, final thoughts about before? The show, yeah, yeah, about the show. Anything you want to say about your band? This is this. Is well, it. let's see. We're coming up. I got some plugs. So yeah. we're playing yeah. at uh, Las Rosas uh, late February, and we're playing at the Strawberry Fest in Naples. We're playing at Howl. In Those March are both 14th. in March. Yep, and then I think we've got some other stuff we're working on. And uh, just check us out online and Instagram and follow us and keep a lookout for the new record because we're super stoked about it. We can't wait. Is the title for that yet? 
the title. You, should we tell them the title, or should we keep it secret? Ooh. Let's let's wait. Let's wait. Okay, we'll let's keep wait. it secret. We'll, when when it comes out, yeah. we'll shout about it. All, All right, right. Well, cool. Ned, Ethan from Dizygo. Yes. Thank you both for joining us. Thanks today. for having us. We had fun. We make this show in the studios of WGCU Public Radio on the campus of Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers, Florida. Richard Chinqui is co-creator and producer. Tara Calligan is online content producer and host. Mike Canary is co-creator and host. Chris Duffis is our executive producer. Our theme song was made by Dave 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 Cowan and Stick Martin at Monkey House Studios in St. Pete. Just like we promised, this week's parting tune is In Circles by Die Zygote. Keep listening. time on three song stories i would sit almost like you know cross-legged so my feet would be on two hippos and my hands would be across wow and then i would you know flail about and hope a uh, hippo won happy the pink one was always my favorite so i would always make sure that hand was like the right hand wait wait you you said happy like you know the names of all the, four the, there's happy and harry and